Welcome to the Pay Yourself First podcast. My name is Chris Jolly, and I'm on a mission to financially empower millions of entrepreneurs. I want you to make and keep more money so that you can begin implementing and turbocharging a plan for creating financial freedom your way during the life cycle of your current business without spending a ton of time or becoming a professional investor. You see, most of the financial teachings out there are made for employees, not entrepreneurs. If you wouldn't listen to someone who doesn't have kids about parenting, why take business financial advice from someone without a business? Are you ready to break free of bad advice and follow the trail of other uncommon entrepreneurs so you can get from where you are now to the lifestyle you were aiming to create when you started your business? Then stick around. Here comes another episode of Pay Yourself First, where the only investment we offer is the one you make in yourself. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. I am super excited today because we have a really awesome entrepreneur on as usual. Today, we have Marcus, and he is from Titan Marketer, all the way from Perth, Australia. Marcus, how are you today? Good. How are you, Chris? I'm doing spectacular. Thank you. First off, I just want to welcome you to the show, and thank you for taking the time out of the day to talk to me today and share with our audience. Yeah, no worries. My pleasure. So I know we'll have some awesome conversation today. I know that my audience will get a lot of value. But before we dive in with those questions, I'd love it if you can just take some time and share with us who you are, what you do, and how you got started in it. I've been married for 18 years. My father of four, 38. I was originally born in Florida. And then in 2005, I moved out here to Australia to, to marry my girlfriend. And then basically, while I was here, I was trying to figure out what I was doing, like what I wanted to do, because I needed to support a family. And I ended up becoming an instrumentation electrician, which is basically an overpaid, glorified electrician. I got paid for what I knew, not for what I did. And it was a really, it was a great job, really cushy job. And one day I was, I was at this place called, called Flip Out. And Flip Out is this trampoline fun park thing. It's like you have a bunch of trampolines around and you're bouncing the trampoline and whatnot. And I was, I think it was 35. And I was at 35. I was acting like I was 12 as you do. Cause I had my kids there. So I was being silly with them. Uh-huh. And I was jumping from one trampoline to another trampoline and my knee, my right knee decided to go. And yeah. <laughs> and It literally felt like someone came up and hit me in the knee with a baseball bat and then lit me on fire. And at that time, I was actually in between jobs and I was about to start a new job in about a week and seven days. Yeah, exactly seven days. And and I just, I could, they held that job for me for six months. My knee was so messed up because I completely severed my ACL, got cut completely in half. My MCL came off the bone, like this just came off. I think it's the PC on the back got damaged and my meniscus got damaged. Long story short, I had to figure something out. This is middle of 2018 and I had to figure something out. Now, the funny thing is back in late 2016, I started getting into online advertising with a bit of like email marketing and uh, Facebook advertising. Then my friend of mine, who actually is now my business partner, he's like, look, I'm doing these events. Can you do the Facebook advertising for me? I said, yeah, sure. So he started paying me the Facebook advertising for him and then did pretty well. He sent me a few other people and then that kind of grew and grew. And then me and my business partner, Ben, we were like, oh, let's just join forces because he was good at doing events and I was good at doing the advertising. And so we put together Titan Marketer and that was, yeah, that was towards the end of 2018. And then we started doing YouTube ads. And it was 
I'm doing really well, like a lot better than Facebook ads. And we're like, huh, this is really interesting. So we started diving a lot more into YouTube ads. And then look, this is like a hidden gem. Why isn't anyone doing this? YouTube's right now, it's like the biggest social platform on the planet. And it's also the second largest search platform on the planet next to Google, right? And Google owns YouTube. So then we're like, we should start teaching this. Then we started teaching it and then we started specializing in it. Now we have two sides of type marketer, which is basically our agency side and then our coaching side. And it's just, it's been fantastic. Except when COVID came, that sucked because like we literally lost like 60% of our business because at that time, as we're closing down, there's no point in advertising because you can't run your business. So we lost a lot of business that way. And then we couldn't do our events because we couldn't get, we can't have a hundred to 300 people in a room. So there was that. And that was a really tough couple of years, that period, but we did some online stuff. So we kept the boat floating with like virtual online stuff, but now we're back to doing events, which is fantastic. We have actually another event coming up in Brisbane in February and yeah, it's really good. Yeah, we just completely, totally specialized just in YouTube advertising. A backstory of what happened. <laughs> All right. Very good. Now, if I'm correct, what makes YouTube so great for ads is that it's a lot easier to target the people you're looking for than a lot of the other platforms. Is that correct? I wouldn't say easier. I'd say the targeting is more clever. But what I mean by that is, for example, on Facebook, and I'll throw rocks at Facebook. On Facebook, you can target like geographical and you can target like demographics and whatnot, but you can really only target interests. So what is someone interested in? And you can really target that sort of on Facebook. On YouTube, on the other hand, you can target someone who can afford your services or your products, and you can target them at the right time. Okay. So basically what happens, I can target someone who's interested in YouTube ads, who can afford to join my course or to join my agency or whatever. And I can target them at the time that they're looking for stuff. The time that they're looking up how to do YouTube ads, at the time that they're typing in Google search, how do I set up a YouTube campaign? So you can target competitors' websites or Google search phrases on YouTube. What happens is Google, Google knows everything about us, right? It does. It's free as an individual, it's really freaky. As a marketer, it's super sexy. If you use Google search, anything you type in Google search, Google sees it. If you go to a website and you're using Chrome or if that website has Google Analytics on that, Google sees it. On your phone, if you have locations on, Google sees it. If you're using Android, Google sees it. If you're using apps from the Google Play Store, Google sees it. Email, Google sees it. Drive, Google sees it. Like there's so many different things that Google sees. What you can do is you can, you can utilize all that data in your advertising. So I can target the right person who can afford my services and I can target them at the right time when they're ready to buy. And all I have to do is stick my ad in front of them. That's why I really love YouTube. It's just because the targeting is very clever. I can literally legally and ethically take traffic from my competitor and send it to my business. Now, the other unique thing about YouTube ads is the actual creatives. Right now, one of the biggest mistakes that we see people make when they're doing YouTube ads is they'll take a, a Facebook video ad of some sort that's maybe working well on Facebook and they just plonk it on YouTube. Now, this is a massive mistake. You can't do that. You can. It's a bad idea. You waste money, but you can't. You shouldn't. Because you understand a Facebook video ad is structured differently than a YouTube video ad. Okay. So the structure of a YouTube video ad 
is we have four parts to our video ad. So there's a hook, an elevator pitch, a story, and then the close. With a YouTube ad, you have five seconds. And this is doing the, the pre-roll skippable ads where you can hit skip five seconds. Yeah. So you have five seconds to quickly call out your audience and hook them. Okay. So what you, for example, one of my favorite ones is Facebook ads turning your hair 50 shades of gray. Maybe you should try YouTube ads, right? So just with like one simple sentence or two sentences, I'm calling out anyone who's, who's doing Facebook ads, who's already paying for advertising for Facebook and who's frustrated with Facebook ads and who might be interested in YouTube ads. So if you're not interested in YouTube ads, you hit the skip button. Now the skip button is your best. You want to love the skip button. Okay. So after the hook, you have your elevator pitch and the elevator pitch is basically in a nutshell, it's basically a small pitch with a PTA at the very end. You have like 25 seconds to do this. So the hook and the elevator pitch are 30 seconds total. And the reason why you want to keep that within 30 seconds is because if someone watches at least 30 seconds of your ad, you get charged. If they click on your ad, you get charged. If they watch your whole ad, you get charged. So you want to make sure you have that free get charged. So then you have your story, which is where you deliver value, deliver education, entertainment, and then you have your clothes, right? Now with the clothes, it's really important that you don't just say, so to discover more, click below, blah, 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 how boring. You need to sell the click, right? You need to sell it. So you want to say something like, for example, like for us, you'd say, so if you'd like to for how YouTube ads can quickly and easily turn $1 of ad spend into three to $20 of sales, click on the link below. You'll be taken to a page like something like this. And that's where we'll show them like a B-roll shot of the landing page. And then you can sign up for our event or you can book a call with us or whatever it may be. So see the difference there? The ones you're telling the benefit of clicking and then what they'll be taking to. So there's a bit of continuity there. And so that's the four main parts to a YouTube ad that it's very unique to YouTube. And you can't just take a Facebook ad and plonk it onto, onto YouTube. So if anyone is listening to this, is thinking about doing YouTube ads, don't do that. Don't take a Facebook video ad and put it straight to YouTube. It won't work. Gotcha. So it sounds like for YouTube, it's more of a right time, right place, like laser focused. And some of the other social media services is more like a shotgun spray type effect. Exactly, exactly. So I still use Facebook ads, but we mainly use it just for retargeting purposes and whatnot. But exactly right, it's spray and pray rather than sharks with freaking laser beams. Now, one thing I want to ask you, just because it's a kind of a really hot topic right now, have you guys started incorporating the use of AI into your business? Do you use it at all? Yeah, we use some of our copy. Yeah. So we started using ChatGPT. I'm sure you've heard of it. Who hasn't? Uh, we started using ChatGPT and we have a script writer. And she's amazing. What we'll do is to quickly put a VSL together or to quickly put together some ad copy or some landing page copy or something like that, just to give us some inspiration. It's hard just to get started, but once you get started, it's easy to make changes and make it better. That's what we kind of do. We use ChatGPT to um, come up with copy for our ads, copy for our landing page and our VSLs, and then we'll improve on it from there. So we'll ask it to make some of our ads funny and it's, it's not funny, but yeah, it, it, it is somewhat limited still, but we've discovered ChatGPT maybe a month ago, month and a half ago, and then we started using it and then incorporating it into our 
advertising. So it's been good though. It's been good. Yeah. It definitely needs to work on its sense of humor. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. That's and, it. And, yeah, I've read so many things that say, oh, it's going to put copywriters out of business and all that. Well, if you're a bad copywriter, maybe, but like you said, yeah. it's good to get an idea and to get you started, but it doesn't really give you the kind of quality finished product you're going to get. That's exactly. It'll give you a car, but it's a piece of crap. It's not going to be a Merc or anything like that. Now, I want to touch on something you said earlier and ask you about during COVID, because obviously for a lot of people and a lot of businesses, it was very challenging. And one of the mistakes that I made when I was in business for myself the first time is I didn't really have a reserve of capital because as long as you have cash flow coming in and it covers your bills and pays your employees and all of that, you can continue going on like that forever. But the minute something happens that you're not prepared for, if you don't have the resources and the wherewithal to keep going, that's the end of the line for you. Did you guys have capital set aside or how did you weather the COVID storm? At that time, we actually only had two employees with us. We now have 11. And basically, we did have some cash flow still, which is really good. We basically were just in skeleton mode. We were just trying to keep our head above water. So as I said, we, we moved into doing online events, like online workshops and whatnot. And, and so that was... I would say that was like terribly profitable. It did well enough. Normally we want to see like a six, six to 10 times return on any of our advertising, but we were getting like a three, a four, which sounds great. Sounds fantastic, but it's enough to keep the things, to keep everything floating, yeah. but it's not enough to really be doing well. But there were months where things were rough and there were months where we had to put our own money back like into the business. There were months where we didn't get paid and our employees got paid just because it was either that or can't not pay them. It was, yeah, we did have some cash reserves, but Titan was still really young at that time. And it was just really bad circumstances. Yeah, we did what we could. We kept the head above water, but it was helpful having some cash reserve, but it goes quickly. Like right. when you got tons of dollars and subscriptions and then got to pay your employees and then you want to pay yourself as well a little bit. And then you're doing advertising and you're spending $10,000, $12,000 in advertising every single month. It goes very quick. Yep. What is your biggest financial challenge in business right now, Marcus? Biggest financial challenge? Trying to keep my, my overheads low. Biggest financial challenge right now? Taxes. Okay. I hate taxes. It's ridiculous. Especially here in Australia. Don't get me wrong. I love Australia. I've been here for 20 years, almost 20 years. But we just have so many frigging taxes here. I won't get too much into it because I'll lose my cool. But it's just, there's just so many taxes here, man. Like Australia is a fantastic place, but we have not the highest taxes in the world, but we have the most taxes in the world. So for example, if you, if you make $60,000 a year, with indirect and direct taxes, you're paying 65% to the government. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, it's just taxes and trying to reduce my taxes and trying to figure that out and have a magical wizard of an accountant. But yeah, having to make sure I have money aside for that because I could take that and I could stick it to advertising. I can make a lot of money out of it. But yeah, taxes. I think a lot of people don't realize that throughout life and their business, that's their biggest bill that they get. It's their biggest expenditure. Yeah. Don't skimp. If you want, if you're in business for yourself, don't skimp out on accountants. Say, get a killer accountant. Get a killer accountant. And he or she will save you so much money from going to the tax man. But yeah, taxes sucks. Yes. Yeah, it sure does. Now, we talk a lot on the podcast about financial freedom. So where are you along your journey to financial freedom? 
And what does financial freedom look like to you? What kind of lifestyle is it? What would you be doing when you're totally financially free? I enjoy doing what I do. So for me, financially free means doing what I enjoy doing and not having to worry about money. Yeah, I'd like to be at the point where I can just sit back and go diving and fishing all day, every day, and the money just rolls in. Now I'm taking steps to get there. Like I'm investing in index funds and that sort of thing, some more stock stuff. But I enjoy doing what I do and I do well with it. And I like to do this. I'm working for myself, so I have that freedom. So to me, financially free, yeah, it's just, it's not having to worry about money and just being able to do what I enjoy doing, even if that means working and waking up at five o'clock in the morning, doing a podcast. Yeah, I suppose that's what financially free means to me. It's just doing what I love to do and getting paid to do it. Excellent. And now tell me as far as 2023, what are the big plans for your business? So we want to to do events here in Australia, and then we want to eventually branch out. We want to branch off into the US this year. That's probably our biggest thing is getting into the US. But it's a bit difficult right now with some of the rules in place in the US for visitors who haven't gotten the jab. Some people that I need to bring with me, they haven't gotten the jab. And Joe Biden has a rule in place where you can't enter the country unless you have the jab. And they don't want to get the jab. And yeah, that's our goal is to continue our events here, get big here, but then branch out to this US. So even if it's maybe doing virtual events in the US, then we can try and do that. That's probably our number one thing because the market in the US is just been massive. Sure. Like the population of Australia, like you can fit the population of Australia into like Florida, right? Or close to it. 23 million people here in a country that's 80% the size of America, just to give you an idea. So yeah, the market in America is just it's massive. Hopefully they'll get rid of that pesky rule that's keeping y'all out of the country. It's frustrating. Time. It's really frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on, let's just move on with life. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we're getting there, but we'll see how that all goes. Yeah. All right, Marcus, this has been absolutely amazing. You've had some really great tips and a lot of great insight to share with me and the listeners. Really happy that you were able to take some time out of your day and jump on and join me. It's been such a pleasure to have you. No worries. Thanks for having me, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if anybody wants to connect with you or find out more about what you do, what's the best way to do that? So you can email us at support at titanmarketer.com. That's probably the best way is to email us. Or if you want to check us out, we have some information about us at titanmarketer.com. All right. Very cool. Now, if you're listening out there and you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Go ahead and leave us a five-star review. And if you are a six-figure entrepreneur like our great guest today, and you want to come on and share your valuable insights for my listeners and myself and share about your business, we'd love to have you on. You can go to pyfpodcast.com. That's the letters pyfpodcast.com and apply. All right. Thanks again. If you've listened this far, chances are you're an entrepreneur looking to become more financially literate and create financial freedom for yourself from your business. The Pay Yourself First podcast is definitely here to help with that. My goal is to continue to share what I've learned about using your business as the tool to create financial freedom. But let's face it, it would take me years to share with you everything you need to know via these episodes. Creating financial freedom is something that most people never even consider, let alone make a plan for or take action towards. It's something almost no one was taught anything about. Doing it as an entrepreneur is even more challenging, especially without support. So if you're ready to get clear on what financial freedom looks like for you, come up with an action plan and get the support systems and accountability you need, I invite you to consider 
the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur. I created the program to help entrepreneurs just like you get a handle on their personal and business finances and start building confidently towards financial freedom. And it's how you can discover ways to take 10 years off your retirement, add an extra five or six figures to your portfolio, and finally get clear on what numbers you should be tracking in your business and why. Together, we'll gain clarity around your financial goals and what being financially free would actually look like for you. Then we'll put together a customized game plan to get you there and the accountability to see you through. And by the way, you're also gonna get all the spreadsheets you need to run your numbers, lifetime access to the materials, including any updates, and entry into our members only community. In addition to all the knowledge, coaching, community, and systems that you need to create financial freedom from your business, you'll also receive a free financial assessment, a retirement planning session, and guided meditation aimed at helping you embody the feeling of true financial freedom. So yeah, you can just listen to the free content on these podcasts to help you move towards becoming a financially free entrepreneur. And sure, you'll likely see some results, or you can make the decision to commit to learning, implementing, and embodying what you need to know to create the financially free life you dreamed of when you started your business journey. Click the link in the show notes to answer a quick questionnaire, and you'll be on your way to joining the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur.